screen of smoke live. Yes, live the smoke. Wonderful. The smoke. Yes. What's going on, bro? So are we brought, are we recording live or is it test run? Yeah, no, nah, we we good, man. Recorded it, it recorded Yes, sir. It's funny from remote locations with no fans adhering to our uh, <laughs> social distancing <laughs> practices, if you will. Yes, sir. This, I guess this is the most safest way to be nowadays, huh? That's right. Huh? You're over there making Georgia. I'm over up here in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Can't get much further away from each other to do this. Oh, no. I'm right in the middle of Georgia, and uh, the virus is pretty bad down here. I'm right, I'm right in the middle of it, so. Yeah, so, so they're starting to um, shut things down more and be more proactive with things as, as uh, the virus is spreading down there, Mitch. Oh yeah, man, my damn, you know, the business, all business closing, bars, you know, restaurants and all that shit. And my job, I got like fourteen hours this week, so now I got to join the unemployment uh, flock. Yeah, it's, which sucks because there's so many people joining right now, and some people are getting denied. My good friend Brandon's really stressed out with it. His old job let him go, and kind of fucked them the way they did it and it's hard for him to collect right now the way they did it and I feel like there's a lot of people in those situations stressing and you know my heart goes out to everybody out there stressing is some definitely I mean, times in 2020 yeah I mean what do you if I mean what, what's going to happen to the, the small businesses and the, the medium businesses Joe I mean they're all going to get swallowed up by the great um, whale that is um, you know the beast oh yeah Oh yeah, definitely, without a doubt. So yeah, that's the, that's what's gonna happen. We know things are going down. Uh, President Trump, you know, is uh, trying to hold his head up, even though the constant hatred keeps bashing him. I mean, uh, it, 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 everything sucks because it's all politics as usual. Even in you know, the biggest pandemic in a hundred years, and not only our nation's history, but on a global level. You know, the divisiveness, and I saw today, actually, Bernie Sanders officially dropped out of the race, so we're officially yes, stuck did. with creepy JoJo on the left. Unfortunately. I and, saw it coming. Know, I, 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 even I with the girl Tara Reid coming out with the allegations against him, everyone's turned a blind eye to that. Everyone took the blue pill on that one. Yeah, I had a, I had a feeling that, um, that Biden was going to uh, snake his ass in there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what the system wanted. And Biden, even though he seems to be, as Joey Diaz said as on the Joe Rogan podcast last week, they already got the formaldehyde in him. You know, he seems to be a walking corpse and, and exhibiting extreme signs of dementia and not, you know, not having his mental faculties. People seem to ignore that because he's more of a flag bearer for the team. And, you know... Exactly. He's 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 someone that uh that you know what I mean they can use for their interest. So Yeah, you know, and that, that 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 it all kinda popped off. Everything that that's you know, we sit here now in like aftershock mode mage. It's crazy how just like everything popped off at once and all of our energies we're thinking about the Epstein case, we're thinking about you know the Kobe situation and you know, when all, the world was distracted with all that malarkey is when this really revved up and you know. Yeah, and damn near a year ago, you know, when we did our we did our first Epstein episode, we was talking about it being the first domino to what was going to happen. Which you know, it, it's fucked up, dude. In my opinion, they used um the pedo thing to distract us even more. P- people like yourself who are very diligent on that specific cause 
you know, trying to, you know, I mean, raise awareness and, you know, small, um, non, non-violent, you know, person who's trying to fight for kids' rights and, and, you know, I'm, I'm with you with all that fight. I truly believe that they just use the Epstein thing as a giant smoke screen and, you know, I highly doubt, you know, like you putting all the information out there. They got Tom Hanks and this and that, even though Tom Hanks and his wife are already home and already supposedly beat the virus. It, you yeah. know, I, I think there's just certain people they're just never going to go after and certain people are just going to be allowed to be who they are until the the, the beast and system could be completely collapses, which major, quite frankly, is what we, we might be looking at. Um, I have reason to believe the economy may have actually collapsed four to five years ago and they were running on hope, bullshit, and debt. And fucking finally, this virus came out and they used that as the excuse to tank the global economy. Yeah. Not having any empathy for the mom and pop small business, but certainly big bailouts reminiscent of the George Bush bailouts will come for big businesses. We all know that's a fact. Definitely. Definitely, without a doubt, man. That it's, it's it's all linked. I mean, uh, I mean the medical supplies, the shortage of ventilators, and all this all this stuff that's going on. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just part of it. It's part of the. You would think the industrial capabilities that this country has, despite the fact that with NAFTA they shipped a, a lot of the resources overseas, and obviously a lot of people are connecting those dots to where Trump's big whale running in 2016 was you know, hitting China with the tariffs and bringing business back to America, which a lot of people, you know, bought into. But the problem is there's always going to be every action has a reaction major and there's going to be a receipt. And the Chinese certainly, you know, they're, they, they, they were going to send that receipt. And, and whether this was allowed to happen in China and then spread throughout the world, we'll never, you know, we'll, we'll never know for sure unless actual whistleblowers start giving us the real deal and, it will take a lot of bravery to do that. That one doctor tried in China, and they silenced him. Did they kill him, the, the doctor in China? Like, like, forgive my ignorance. So they just, like, silence him and deplatform him. Uh, uh, the, you mean the, um, the one that I was talking about earlier, or the one that they um, that they had, that whistleblowed on them? Yeah, like the original one who said the virus was worse than anybody thought in China, and they kind of silenced him before they started shutting everything down on the, on the you know, the east yeah, side think, of the world. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they killed him, Joe, but I think he was. He was. Uh, I think he was silenced and warned because, like, what I've been hearing is that the um, China has like seriously under, under uh, exaggerated the the numbers. I mean, over- well, I mean, they're they're a communist state to the point where they actually. Um, I was listening to I think Pockets or someone talk about this today, or maybe a Joe Rogan who had Eric Weinstein on, um, how. It's so ridiculous, like, China won't even admit that um, they won't even let Taiwan report their own numbers because they're still trying to claim Taiwan as their own. Like, I mean, weird things like that because it's still under a communist rule out there in China. Yeah, definitely. You know, China, they, 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 you know, I think only 10, 20 years ago, they were still only allowing families to have one, two children and, you know, killing females and killing young children like for the sake of keeping the population down and now it seems like china has a little bit of a population of a depopulation problem even not factoring in the virus yeah yeah they so do i mean i mean what their their country is back 95 percent running again you know industrial wise people are getting back to work people are you know 
starting to live life a little normally. They got like less than ten cases in the last month. So yeah, the the it's, the, the the curve is flattened, or, or so we think. Oh, they, you know, the, the the big fear is that it could come back, and they're going to use that fear against all of us, unfortunately. Joe, the thing that gets me though is that how come the virus didn't reach Beijing and like Shanghai, like the eastern part of China? Well, that is very interesting. The more civilized and you know, like, like industrial capital parts of China, you would think. Um, Nothing happened to it. Very interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know enough about it to really speak on it beyond that, but it certainly is interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 to me, it, it gives me like a, uh, like a nauseous feeling. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, this whole thing gives me a nauseous feeling. It gives all of us a nauseous feeling. And, you know, if I could read it for a second, like how the news is portraying it, how the commercials are trying to commercialize it. Hi, this is Burger King, and we understand your situation, and come on down. We don't have to touch you, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like, can we just get, like, the regular commercials? Like, even if you're showing old ones? Like, why do we have to, like, I understand the Red Cross and, like, the PSAs that we got, you know what I mean? You know, and I w- work for a radio station. I'm playing them while I'm working. Like, it's like nonstop hearing the point across where, like, we get it. And then, of course, there's the whole situation where everybody is encouraged and, and almost enforced to wear a mask, but medical shortage, you would think the mask would go to the doctors and, and you know, to the point where, like, people like Bob Kraft have to ship masks across the country and the world. By the way, as a, uh, a Gillette State employee, I have not received any uh, um, money or any any kind of residual. This has happened, and Revs games and motocross games that was supposed to work didn't happen. So I'm not trying to throw shade at Kraft, but I do think like that story last year. Kraft was connected to sex trafficking, and we were even bringing him up on the smoke screen and everything. And quite the interesting, uh, you know. The paradigm shift this this year to where he's now back in the headlines for the right reasons, you know, despite letting the franchise's greatest player of all time walk. Not to make it about sports. Yeah, yeah, that was, I don't think that was a pretty good move. But. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, you yeah. get into EEI the last couple of weeks. We've had a lot of great content on that. And go to like WEI dot com. Check the uh, one hundred three point seven category. You can see all the old episodes and content. Definitely. Are you? Uh, are you? Um. How you? How you been doing as far as like as your as your work, Joe? Has your work been? Hurting? Oh yeah, they're, they're watching our hours with a fine tooth comb, and we lost all the live sports. Finally, we're starting to do some old games. So now, like last, like tomorrow and uh, last this Monday and then next Monday and Thursday, I'll be doing old Red Sox games from the 2018 playoff run. A um, couple weekends, I was doing old. NCAA March Madness content. I actually even did uh, the 1982 championship game where a young freshman named Mike Jordan helped lead the North Carolina Tar Heels uh, to victory against Patrick Ewing and the Georgetown uh, team. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So just we've been having legacy content. Um, I'm grateful for that. But honestly, Mage, for me, I'm trying to be aware of everything and. Intercom, our parent company, could shut down the subsidiaries of WEI Boston. I don't think they'd shut down WEI Boston, but I'm, I work for the subsidiary in Warwick, 103.7, you know, WEI FM, and they can easily subsidiaries in, in Warwick's field. So I'm prepared for that, and if that's the case, then, you know, I got to adapt, as we all are, 
on a daily and hourly and minute yeah. basis in this new, 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 new world order. For life, for life. For life, for life. It sure is sweet. Uh, someone in the studio thinking it's sweet. Oh, Lord. Well, they got, they're going to get this sweet tooth pulled Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what everybody's going to face. I want everybody to know it's going to be a traumatic event, just as it is now already. This is just the beginning. This is not random. No, this, this, this I feel like this was bound to happen. And, um, you know, uh, listening to Robert earlier today, the, the Derek Weiss interview, the guy said, you know, we've been in a 45 year coma. And I agree with that. In terms of a society, we've gotten soft. We've, you know, not, not worried about stuff yeah. like this. And now, and we were, we allowed this to happen. And it happened. You know, and, and I remember your cousin Jimmy Boyd. Last year, asked us about like we were talking about scenario, scenarios of the beast collapsing, and he was like, you know, he asked us like, what yeah. do you guys mean by that? And we pretty much went bullet by bullet point of like, all right, all it's, it, it is the whole beast system is a giant pyramid, and all you got to do is remove one piece. It's like a game of Jenga, and it all falls apart. Um, yep. Now, what we saw what, what was initially panic from the virus, which caused panic at the supermarkets. Stupid shit like the toilet paper sausage. Let me tell you, if you're hoarding, if you're one of those original toilet paper hoarders, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna roll you up in all that toilet paper. I'm gonna put some spit lube on it, and not. And I'm gonna test myself first to make sure I ain't passing no viruses. I'm gonna roll you up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tighten up the two ends. I'm gonna light up one of them ends, and I'm gonna smoke you like the dumb joint that you are. All right. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass, 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 I'm gonna pass nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. I appreciate it. That's, that's for real, man. I mean, you, you know, like, like it's ironic that in America it proves we're all assholes because that's the first thing that was a run on in an apocalyptic scenario was toilet paper, not things that could actually help you, like vitamin C or apple cider vinegar or turmeric, you know, spices like that or vegetables, fruits. Yeah, God forbid you uh. God forbid you uh, get any any good information about boosting your immune system. At all, at all. It's just constant panic. You know, I, I was listening to a local broadcast in Rhode Island from Channel 12 the other day, and they're sitting there talking about the number of cases. Like, it's the sports um, segment or the weather segment. They're like, and Providence has 82 cases, and Pawtucket with 74, and Cranston, checking in with 52. You know that, like, annoying Ron Burgundy anchorman cadence? And it's being forced by the, you know, uh, news news uh, producers and, and their bosses. Um, I actually work with Nick Clayton, who's, you know, the head of the sports department at ABC6 in Rhode Island, has received awards for Sportscaster a year. I've heard they're really being micromanaging with the sports department. And, you know, that's unfortunate also. You see how big business is reacting. And it, it really is sickening. And obviously, I work in media, so I could speak on that slant, but, you know, uh, like, my sister had to, she was, she was like you, she was uh, working at a restaurant slash bar in, in Boston area, and she had to leave and start collecting unemployment, because, A, it was getting too risky to travel on the highways interstate, like, Governor Raimondo has handled things up here, and B, um, you know, yeah. they were still allowing, like, the public access to the bathroom, apparently, and other things, and it was just too sketchy, so my sister didn't want to deal with it. My mom's in her 60s, my aunt's in her late 60s, you know, like, we gotta be careful. Yeah, gotta be careful, definitely. 
You know what's crazy, Joe? I just, uh, when, you, when you said about Gina Romano or whatever, like, I just, I got to give a shout out to whoever on, whoever on Facebook made that Gina Romano and fucking uh, hey, the witch from Wizard of Oz meme. <laughs> I yeah, nailed it. That, that is one of the nailed better it. memes of, of, of this whole. That's the one thing. It's been some good memes. Yeah, Credit to the internet. That's a, that's the internet, the internet gets six stars, just like Bray Wyatt and John Cena's Firefly Funhouse match from WrestleMania. Damn. Hey, dude, yes, I did. Damn right. Um, I would go out of your way to watch it, man, especially with short sports shutdown. Uh, now, they obviously filled it with no fans in the WWE Performance Center in, in Orlando, Florida, um, near Full Sail. And... Um, they, you know, they did the best they could. They used their, you know, Vince McMahon likes to say, we make movies, pal. They used that ability. They had this match with John Cena and Bray Wyatt where it was, like, literally in Bray Wyatt's mind. And, like, like he, like, had John Cena turn into all his old forms that went through Cena's old career and compared Cena to Hogan and pretty much made the comparison of how Hogan knew when to turn heel in the NWO and Hogan and Cena never did because of his ego. His ego wouldn't let him turn heel. And like, oh, it was amazing. And then Saturday, you go out of your way to watch The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. It was a boneyard match where they literally fought in like a graveyard, boneyard situation. And it was the American badass Undertaker, not the dead man Undertaker. Um, it was like this giant movie. It was really cool. So I would go out of your way to go at least see those two matches. The Boneyard match with The Undertaker, AJ Styles, and the, George's own AJ Styles. And um, the uh, Firefly Funhouse match with Bray Wyatt and John Quality sports Hey, Joe. Um, did you, I just I just got a, I heard a, I just read on Twitter that um, Donald Trump... Uh, said that he's cutting off the funding to the World Health Organization. Well, I mean, you know, like, like why, why, why would the United States be funding? And wouldn't that be correlated to the U.S.? It just that that that's like a whole nother rabbit hole. I feel. I don't even know if I'm ready to dive that rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, well, well, see, but the, the crazy thing is, I think is that you know what I mean. Like, all right, the um, you know, uh, David Rockefeller and. Uh, Jacob Rothschild started that. No, I mean it makes perfect sense. Like they, they like they, they founded even universities that you probably don't even realize. Medical ones. It, 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 they're, they're, the elite's fingerprints going back to the founding of this modern society is everywhere. Unfortunately. Yeah, like like the you know the Rockefeller Foundation is like huge in the cult. Oh yeah, I, I mean, you, you gotta. You, you, I mean, right now it just seems like the world, the CDC, the World Health, there's seemingly a lot of propaganda coming out of that, and I don't know what that means. Like, maybe that's not a good thing that Trump's doing. That maybe that could be end up worse for America. I don't know what that means. But but you got to remember who uh, who runs the World Health Organization. Like I told you about. Oh yeah, Ross. Yeah, Ted Ross. Yeah, he, he could, uh, even though he has had a decent academic, uh, you know what I'm saying, history or whatever, but also he has a history of being exposed for covering up cholera. Outbreaks. Well, that's what they in, like, um, Major. They, that's how you get ahead in politics. You, you play the game, unfortunately. You know, especially like, like the old legacy the politics. Like, like, we're in desperate need of new young faces. We prophesized about um, Martin Luther King's granddaughter last year. 
you know, we're in desperate need of someone like that, a young, young person, young face that doesn't play this game, you know, of, of the, of the elites of the, you know what I mean? You know, and we saw the young candidates like, like, like the Andrew Yangs and uh, what was the name? The girl, Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbert that had some different kind of ideas where they got squeezed out fast yeah. and ended up being the old boys network down to Bernie and, and, and Jojo and they screamed socialism and scared everybody into voting for Jojo. Literally, literally scared them to the point where they were blind yeah, they to should. Jojo's civility and literally being the manifestation of the walking dead in front of our eyes. Definitely, definitely, and his uh, his his behavior towards uh, oh, I can't say no, Tara uh, Reid, uh, not the actress, but the girl Tara Reid accusing him, and the way her verbiage sounded, it sounded like JoJo's verbiage. Like if you listen to enough JoJo speeches, I you know what you uh, you was the first. Oh yeah, and, and the media is not even touching it because I mean, even today, like, like right before we started this, I exactly. saw Bernie announce he dropped out, so now it's official. There's no more unless Bernie runs independent, which I don't even think is possible anymore. Nah, but he's still he's still gonna um try to push push uh his. Well, yeah, Bernie's a senator, and, and you know he's so. It's funny, like he is just. I feel like he's a good dude. I've been following him for a long, long time before he even considered running for president. I used to watch Bill Maher, and he used to be a guest on there all the time. And I just feel like he he has empathy. His, you know, he speaks on what needs to be speaking on in terms of the distribution of wealth in the top 1%. But they make him a walking meme and a walking gif, and they compare him yeah. to socialism. And But is socialism really that bad in Canada? doesn't seem like Canada has it as bad as we do right now. And at least people have that option for health. Yeah, maybe they're taxed on it more, but, you know, at this point, why is health for profit? That, the, the whole idea for, for having a health healthcare for profit system and big pharma and, and, and all of that. And of course, you know, people yep. got to have their drugs. They got to have their opioids. They got to have their alcohol. Those, those resources are going to stay available to people or else it's going to be massive fucking, you know, overdoses or, or, um, or the, the other way around with trolls. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit. I mean, uh, I think, I think Trump announcing the, the funding cut, I think it's just a way of, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, uh, the drip drop, you know, like we talked about before about let, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah. like hinting towards something. But the problem is you know it's going to cause more divisiveness amongst the blue pill takers because his supporters will support him regardless. And the people that want him out at all costs and would rather vote for a walking, raping corpse than fucking retain Donald Trump services. Um, you know, it's blind people no matter what. Point. Yeah, I put it this way: they both better, like, like, like obviously Trump seems to be stuck with Pence. But I heard there's a scenario he could pretty much fire Pence and bring in another VP. Believe it or not, that can't happen, from what I understand. But I think they both young, 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 young people. Um, maybe Tulsi would be great for JoJo or, or someone. But essentially, it would it would dispense. Yeah, I mean, playing devil's advocate, if JoJo wants to appeal to women and silence the Tyreen stuff. You know, be buddy up with someone like Warren or someone like like Tulsi or or Kovachar. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Uh Talk about old legacy power. That's the last thing we need is Hillary warming in again. 
Oh, Lord. It's just Lord, Lord, retarding, Lord. dude. And I feel like, you know, the media, they want, they just are pumping up so much angst. And, you know, I, I just pray for everybody right now. Everybody is on edge and everybody's turning on each other. There's so much divisiveness, so much arguing on social. And it's just crazy, dude. You know, I, I think everybody, it's you know, like, like, like search for the truth. Like, like <clears throat> now is not the time to have faith in our government. Let me tell you, brother, if those $1,200 checks come, they come, but I'm not banking on it. In my, in my personal scenario, I'm like, all right, if no, they close the radio station, I have a warehouse and factory background, there's medical factories that are still running, that is my options if Anacom closes. You know, you got you to gotta know your scenarios. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You got to know, you know, you got to know what you, you know, got a little, not a really a backup, but, you know, just try to make sure you're stable. That's the way to, uh, we're forced to be. So, like, how have you been doing, Major? Like your, your uh, daughter home? Like, you all speak on that, and maybe like advice uh, to parents out there who, you know, maybe feeling overwhelmed with their kids home and feeling the stress of the situation. Yeah, to me, see, to me, Joe, this time with my daughter, like, I, like every other parent should feel is that the time with the, this time with their kids is to be together and to share, you know, um, the 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 energy of the teacher you know what i mean like pretty much put yourself in their shoes you know and like just see what it's like i think it's just pretty much the common oh yeah i mean you gotta have empathy for the kids have the kids like i mean have you like so your daughter's what seven eight in that ballpark have you does she know what's going on have you tried to explain it to her yeah, see, she's eight years old. She's um, she talks about you. She's always washing her hands. She's like, oh, there's a virus. Oh, you get that, get that virus going around. You know what I mean? Whatever. So she's like pretty much, you know, on the sanit- like extra sanitary, even though she is already. But, you know, just uh, just try to stay as clean as you can. That's my advice with parents to kids. You know, just try to keep your kids clean. Keep your kids, um, you know, just not too far from you because, um, you know. They're, they're, and that's, like, well, and that's what's like going on around right now. It's like, I feel like parents are conflicted because they want to let their kids go out and play and they want to let their kids go. But like the the risk is out there, so it's like I feel like parents are sitting there on pins and needles, not yeah, knowing what to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they um the, the kids are gonna. This is the way of the kids to understand. You know what I'm saying? More of more of what's going on as well. You know what I mean? Because they usually they be sitting in school and you know programmed to the point. You know what I mean? To the T every day. But now they get to be home and you know learn about the online experience more and be more involved with um, technology. You know what I mean? So they get to... So you're trying to, more, you're trying to see the positive out of it. Like, where I see a lot of toxic families, like, you know, like, they're probably sick of being around their kids. They use school as free babysitting and take it for granted. You know what I mean? And now... That's the, huh? Yeah, but those, but, those, but those are the ones... You have to... Those are the ones that got to wake up and realize that, you know what I'm saying? That if that's what I'm uh, saying. That, like, 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 that's why, like, the role as parents, and we've talked about this before in the Smokescreen Live, you know, that really is the most important role of life. We, we work for money. We work for all these resources because we depend on a beast that runs on a on a bullshit debt system, which is easily collapsible, as we're seeing. Um, yeah. You know, uh, but the real key is is, is education. It's now, you know, knowledge is power, as we like to say. And you know, like, like it's got, yeah. The, the hardest job is Joe is guidance. Guidance is like a is like the archaeology a, a, a of foundation like, of a new life form. Really, have to like set them stones. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's the job that you love to do, you know what I'm saying, and that you want to be there for. It's not something that you have to do. But I know like, a lot of comedians that are home, they're actually, like, like yeah. well, they're used to that word, like, like, like touring artists and stuff. And at least a lot of comedians I've listened to on the podcast, they're finding a new gratitude and appreciation for the home life and the family life and not having to be on the road 24-7, chasing that neck dollar, you know, promoting 24-7 to get the asses in the seats and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And and the result of this happening is all it's going to do is bring our the families the and who are who are who are, who are built to rise up into the next ascension. That those are the families that will I feel, you know. And the, unfortunately, right now I think they're trying to drain the swamp of the toxic families. And you think you're going to see a lot of high spike? You're already seeing it in domestic violence and suicide numbers, bro, and all this stuff. And it's oh, yeah. you know that's the stuff that. It, that may kill way more people than the virus, but people suicide, people and and domestic when, situations when, or whatnot, alcohol. Yeah, when you, yeah. When you fear for your life, when you fear for your life, Joe, there's no telling what you do, and that's what they're trying to, and that's what doing. That's what they're uh, basically saying about this. Um, what I believe. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, it's definitely. Power people, powerful people don't want to let go of their powerful positions, and they'll sell fucking five hundred million of us up the river so ten eighty-five-year-olds could have five more years of life. And I guess that's what I was trying to say a couple weeks ago in that much maligned post that you know I ended up having to write a million apology letters for because I was angry and I was ready to get back to work after sitting around missing my dad and missing my friend for a couple months and. I channeled my feelings into something bad instead of having empathy and being educated. And I credit my man, Dave Dyer. Shout out to Dyer's, his live videos from Spain. Check him out on his Facebook. You know, he's been spitting a lot of truth out there from the grassroots level. You know what I mean? Obviously, like, letting people know, be careful, you know? Like, and he's upset because he, they've literally been house quarantined and, they, they literally in that big type of city of Madrid don't have any liberty. So he sees people out in America posting selfies out in the park and being stupid. And, you know, that elicits him to be angry. And I understand because, like, people need to learn how to be subtle, man. I'm, I'm going to put some tips at you real quick. I actually got to go pick up my girl in a minute. So I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, you know, I don't know if you want to continue or, or do a part do later on, whatever you want to do. Um, but, uh, you, you know, Shit, we'll, we'll, we'll take this off. Yeah, uh, so like yesterday, uh, so Remember shut down the parks, including Slater Park. Yesterday, um, or the day before, there was a bunch of people parked like at the Iverson Boulevard entrance. Like the park's still open for Pawtucket residents to walk. So like me and my girl could walk from my house to Slater Park and like we could still walk there. But they're gonna root with people like that part being hot box, as we would say growing up. Motherfuckers being hot box, friggin' parking, causing too much attention, no subtlety, uh parking in front of literally the border like like where the where, where, where Raymond got married right there, a little water park where that's all boarded up and they're all like parking there. Like now you're asking the governor to get involved. Yeah, for me, I'm not trying to like. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of 
everybody's like they're trying to police each other and there's a lot of divisiveness going on it's you kind of got to lead by example you can't just sit there and bark in an angrily way and expect people to comply like oh i can't have freedom you can't have freedom blah, blah, blah. like everybody's trying to respect that man and you know you need to have empathy but you need to have awareness too and be smart man like y'all driving over here parking in front of like stuff like that that's what's going to ruin it for the rest of us I won't divulge publicly where me and my girl walk, but we, I think you know, I've told you, like, when we walk, that's quiet and people don't walk there. And, and interesting though, we have started to see a little bit more people, not a lot, but like from none do a couple exercising in those areas. So I'm hoping, you know, the sheeple don't follow, if you will. But that's all I got for part, part evil Udo over here. We're doing it like WrestleMania, two parts. <laughs> oh yeah, so I gotta sign off for now. I don't know if you wanna finish up with your uh, what you gotta do with, with part one and we'll uh, figure out uh, when we record part two today and we can release this, you know, as soon as you're ready. So part one in the can, everybody enjoy, sure. share, like, subscribe, sure, all that good stuff, then part two coming. Ah, peace. That's right.